Hebrews 1, 1 through 4. Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You know, it's interesting how a lot of the New Testament books begin, John, Colossians, there's this kind of like high Hebrews here. Hmm. There's this kind of like high exaltation of Christ as the fulfillment um, of everything that God um, is. And uh, hmm. this kind of reminds me of Colossians, uh, you know, a little bit, obviously. Uh, what are your thoughts on the passage? Well, I mean, yeah, just to your point, I think what the writers are trying to say is this book is about Jesus. I'm writing Hebrews with the central figure of Jesus. John is writing the book of John with the central figure of Jesus. So the word is about Jesus. Uh, but one one thing, like in verse three, um, it's interesting that he says he's the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature, the exact imprint of the nature of God. So... <sighs> You know, you said in your sermon on Sunday that we're confessionally Trinitarian, but functionally Unitarian. So we believe kind of in this Unitarian God. It's just this like one general God that's kind of out there. And I would say that if you want to understand who God is, look at Jesus. Yes. He is the exact imprint if of you've the seen nature. Me, you've seen the Father. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Um, and so, uh, you know, uh, N.T. Wright always does this thing where he says, you know, he'll come, he'll come up against like atheist or agnostic or someone like that. And they'll say, well, I don't believe in God. And he always turns the question around on them and he says, which God is it that you do not believe in? And so he makes them describe what they, what picture of God they have in their mind. Right. Yeah. And they might describe this, you know, oh, it's God who's just like full of judgment, who's judging everybody and is going to. Um, you know, in the end, in the end times, just send every send so many people to hell, yada yada, you know, and and so, and then when he describes, he says, "Oh well, I don't believe in that God either." Right. I believe in Jesus. Right. He is the exact imprint of God. So it's kind of interesting in this passage to see exact imprint of the nature of God. When you started saying that, it reminded me of Catherine Wobbler, new staff member, Christ Covenant. Yes, she's awesome. Um, she's communication director, so she's going to start communicating with you guys. But yeah. uh, anyway, um, you know, she said, we, we were talking to her, she had her first day of work, uh, earlier in this week. And she said, um, I, uh, I had to deal with the person of Jesus. Hmm. Like we said, how'd you become a Christian? And she said, I had to deal with the person of Jesus. And yeah. I just thought, man, that was like very profound. That's right. You know? You have to deal with the person of Jesus. Like they're 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 historically verifiably is this Jesus guy. And there's this record. There's this there's this record that was started to be written of him fifteen hundred years before his coming that 
points to him in so many profound ways. I mean, earlier in the week, we talked about Isaiah 53. And then he came and he lived this life. And there was a lot of Jewish, I mean, this is something N.T. Wright has talked about a lot too. There's a lot of kind of Jewish messianic figures or whatever around the time of Christ. We don't know about any of them. Their followings have all dispersed. Yet we know about Jesus. When one little thing producing the dead body of Jesus would have like undone all of this. Yeah. And yet this has really changed the world. Like, what is that? What is that? You 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 have to deal with that. Yeah. You know, you 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 can just say, "Well, I don't believe that," and maybe you don't. But but is that in intellectually responsible? Right. Have you dealt with it in an intellectually responsible way, or are you only dealing with it? And I would just say, like a passions of your flesh way, and I'm like, well, I don't want to believe this. Hmm. Um, and I'll and I'll and I'll use the. Uh, I'll use the pandemic again. I think we used it earlier in the week as a thing. Like a lot of people have just said, well, I don't want to believe that like people, you know, I heard of a guy uh, that actually died of mm. the COVID and he, he, but he like was one of these guys that was just like, I just don't want to believe that it really infects people. Mm. And it's like, okay, like, you know, yes, maybe some of these <clears throat> things are spun the wrong way. Maybe, maybe some of the facts aren't exactly right. But like at some point you have, like there is, there is a level of intellectual responsibility in dealing with some things. And so that's, I would just press that same question. Have you intellectually in a responsible way dealt with the person? Of- this is the, the uh, to me, this is one of the biggest dangers of the postmodern world. We, we really have been taught and we really believe some people really believe that like you create your own reality. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, uh, it, it's it's absurd when you actually sit down to think about it. You know, when somebody crafts an airplane, they have to observe the laws of nature, right. the laws of aerodynamics in order to build a plane for that. So they have to do it in accordance to reality. And yet we can get in our own minds and feel like somehow we can create our own reality. And it's just not the case. And so I think to your point, whether you believe in Jesus or not, I think you have to go back and say, okay, there was a man who 2000 years ago lived, who claimed all these things that are written in the Bible. He, it has been very much verified that he died on the cross, that he rose from the dead. Like you said, I mean, there's not any evidence to the contrary on those things. And so we have to deal with that. Yeah. And, uh, and, and if you begin to know him, I mean, this is another thing that I think you have to deal with is mm. everybody's experience with him. Like through him, people do know God, you know, in yeah. this kind of personal way mm. because he's the radiance of the glory of God. He's the exact inference of his nature. Mm. Um, he upholds the universe by the word of his power mm. and he has made purification for sin. We can be pure. We can be pure because God has visited us in the person of Jesus Christ. And uh, that's a lot to celebrate this Christmas season. Yeah, that's right. You know, it says in verse three as well, I just wanted to make this point because you're preaching on the triune God over these three weeks. And it says in verse three that after making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is much more excellent than theirs. Um, I mean, this highlights like why it's important to understand the Trinity. The Son of God was sent, he died, he was resurrected. And then now after making purification for sins, it says that he sits at the right hand He's of the with Majesty the Father. High. Yeah. And it says that the Father and the Son sent the Spirit 
and the spirit is doing all kinds of things in the world, but the son is sitting at the right hand of the father. And so it, it's important if we want to know God and to relate to God, we need to understand like what scripture is saying is going on with the father, the son and the spirit. So mm-hmm. just kind of wanted to highlight that. For Barrett Fisher, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404 404- 465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.